Cameron. Yeah, what's up? I got a fun fact for you. I love fun facts. Do you know how Assassin's Creed came to be? Um, Can't say that I do. Ubisoft was working on a Prince of Persia spinoff game titled Prince of Persia Assassins. It told mm. the f- story of a female assassin tasked with protecting a prince in Jer- Jer- Jerusalem. And after roughly a year of development, Ubisoft rejected the idea as it didn't <clears> focus <throat> on the prince enough. You know, Prince of Persia wasn't enough focus on the prince. And the game was uh, turned into the uh, Assassin's Creed, which way more successful than Prince of Persia. Hell yeah. That sounds so great. That is how Assassin's Creed came to be. And then they made like 12 games too many. Yeah, what was the last Assassin's Creed you played that you were like, this is awesome? Oh, dude, fucking... Um, Don't say I, it, dude. I think Assassin's Creed Brotherhood? Okay, okay, nice. Honestly? Well, I think mine was probably uh, Syndicate. I I played a little bit of Syndicate. I didn't really get into it, but I, like, I recognize that it's good. Also, I'm actually lying now that I think about it. It's Black Flag. Fucker, dude. <laughs> when, you, when you had the reaction, I was like, oh, on second thought, it was definitely Black Flag. So lots of news this week. Big news coming out of <laughs> Xbox as we we kind of you know we uh we foreshadowed this last week. So so yeah, Xbox guys, let's hop into it. So this week there was the big business update meeting announcement thing planned that ended up coming into existence in the form of a podcast episode, the Xbox official podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, guys, I guess you don't need to listen to that. You got press Y. Yeah, here. fuck the official Xbox We're gonna podcast. No, we, me and Cameron, you just get us on there, guys. You need, Come on, Xbox, you need, why are you, you scared? Need, you need us on that podcast. We're official truth tellers. Is that why you're scared? But yeah, spark notes for that uh, podcast episode over on this podcast. Let's hop into it. Xbox president Sarah Bond teased that Xbox has some exciting stuff coming out in hardware that the company plans to share this holiday. She also teased a roadmap focused on next generation hardware. So that earlier sentence I just said, I'm assuming that's the Xbox cylinder, whatever, you know, beefier version that we saw leaked earlier this year. Mm. But then uh, on to the next generation hardware. Here's a quote straight from Bond. And what we're focused on there is delivering the largest technical leap you will have ever seen in a hardware generation, which makes it better for players and better for creators and the visions they're building. So Xbox is, you know, they have one eye on the future here, whatever Xbox has cooking for like probably 2027, 2028 uh, is, is in the works guys. So the next generation will be here sooner than later. Uh, in the same podcast, Xbox revealed that they have some sort of multi-platform path planned. Xbox will dip its toes into the third-party multi-platform approach with four games, and according to The Verge, these games will be Hi-Fi Rush, Pentiment, Sea of Thieves, and Grounded. What a weird fucking set of games. It's like a weird variety they're aiming here. Pentiment? Uh, I, so Pentiment is a really <laughs> cool, really unique game from Obsidian, 
And I remember, if if I remember correctly, they were only able to make a game like Pentiment because they had the Microsoft backing them, um, giving them the money to make more of a passion project game like Pentiment. That is, that's fucking wild. Who's like, finally, I can play Pentiment on my Switch. Thank God. Then now that you bring that up, I think Pentiment would be a great Switch game. It seems like it seems like a switch game i played it on game pass yeah i i think it would be better at home on a switch i just don't know if the average switch player is trying to play pentiment like a super (laughs) fucking dense like church game i guess um it's really good and like the writing is super fucking solid um but i just don't think your average like 14 year old is going to be rocking pentiment on the switch Pentiment, guys, 14-year-olds will also have access, of course, to Hi-Fi Rush, which is a great 14-year-old game, Sea of Thieves, and Grounded. And uh, honestly, all these are very all-ages games. I guess Pentiment, probably a little bit on the <laughs> older crowd. But the other three, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Sea I don't know how well these are going to do, but obviously Xbox doesn't know either. In an interview with The Verge, Phil Spencer was asked some follow-up questions, including, why start with just these four games? Spencer responded that they are waiting to see what it means to ship games on Steam, PlayStation, Nintendo, and Xbox. We want to make sure the audience that there that's there has an appetite. Maybe they don't. Uh, when asked about Indiana Jones and Starfield, Spencer said he doesn't think we should we as an industry should ever rule out a game going any on any other platform. But right now they're focused on those four games. Uh, so yeah, Xbox is going to put some of its exclusives on other platforms. Uh, I'm not personally excited for any of these four games uh what a shock if, if indiana jones was coming to playstation i might consider buying it on playstation instead of xbox for the trophies um mostly just because i like the way the playstation controller feels better um and the the dual shock like haptic feedback stuff is cool especially in like single player games dude i am gonna violently verge us off this xbox news but i've been playing a lot of Helldivers divers 2 and the haptic feedback in the controller is so fantastic in Helldivers divers 2 like Fuck yeah i know when you when you boot up Helldivers divers 2 you get that playstation logo it slaps in you know you know that sony published this game is it an exclusive for it is also on pc it launched it okay. on both at the same time and it's cross play uh but it is published by PlayStation, and I feel like every time there's a game specifically published by PlayStation, it just has a little bit more polish when it comes to like the haptic feedback. You know, since that's such like a big feature of the PlayStation Five, and yeah, like the, the gun, all the different guns feel unique. When you when it, you have explosions going off to your left and right or whatever you're doing, like the the controller really immerses you in. And after going a while not playing games that have really immersive haptic feedback, when you hop into one, it's like wow take a second to really feel everything you're feeling in your hands. Kellen is actually experiencing post-traumatic stress disorder after the <laughs> using the haptic feedback. It, it's so immersive. It's like a feeling for the first time. <laughs> but yeah, Helldivers 2, we can talk about that a bit in a bit later. Um, but the last thing I wanted to talk about coming out of the Xbox, the first game out of the Activision Blizzard acquisition to hit Game Pass is going to be Diablo 4. And it's coming on March 28th. Ooh, so, cool. Phil Spencer uh, chalked up why these games have taken a while to hit Game Pass to regulatory challenges. Don't know what that means, but hopefully we're going to see more Activision Blizzard games hit Game Pass soon. Uh, and yeah, that's kind of like all the things that came out of Xbox this week. It wasn't the biggest groundbreaking news, and we didn't get any hard details on like their next-gen console, and it wasn't didn't really seem like Xbox is going third-party. But maybe this is the first step 
towards that. Who knows? Um, I actually really like the idea of Diablo being on Game Pass because it's always been a game that eluded me. It's not because the game looks bad to me. It's just like it doesn't look fun enough for me to want to drop like $70 on it. So this is actually perfect for me. Diablo 4, guys, is a great game. I bought it on launch. And if you have Game Pass, send it in. So Sony also snuck in a little news. They released their third quarter earnings on February 14th. The company revealed that the PlayStation 5 did not meet sales expectations over the last year, and the company expects sales to continue to slow over the next fiscal year. Sony executives said the PS5 is nearing the end of its life cycle and has entered into its latter years. Uh, If we look at the PlayStation 4, you know, the life cycle is about seven years. We are now in the fourth year of the PlayStation 5. So I don't think it's that crazy to to look at it. We're in the second half here, probably have three more years of the PlayStation 5. I would expect a new PlayStation and Xbox holiday 2027 or 2028. So... Along with that news, Sony announced that they don't have any plans to release any new titles into any of its major franchises for the remainder of 2024. So this means no new Horizons, no new God of War, Spider-Man's Last of Us, Uncharted's Infamous, no new Ratchet and Clanks for the next to uh, to announce or to months. release. No, no releases for the rest of oh, the year. Oh well, yeah, that that makes sense. Um, I mean, I guess I guess that it kind of sucks. Um, but like. I imagine they got a fuckload of stuff just kind of chilling in the tank right now, because um, they they just released a bunch of bunch of things, correct? I mean, the fucking God of War DLC was recently uh, made. The Spider Man game was recently made. Um, Horizon game. Was Horizon was made. like pretty recent as well. Like Last of Us Part two. Three is probably a while's off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it seems like all their their big cash cows are just kind of recouping for now, in pasture. I'm sure we'll see the next entries into a lot of those series either near the end of the PS5's life cycle or maybe even on PS6. Who knows? But or as hopefully uh, real we'll give me a chance. PlayStation fans like to call the P6. The P6. Yeah. The P6. That's uh, how I say it. Little thinker for you here, Cameron. And I'll ask you again near the end of the episode if I remember. Uh, I want you to come up with a hot take with a timeline, and you need to give it to me by the end of the episode. And then if it happens in the future, we can be like, we called it on press Y. But it okay. has to have a timeline. Like, you have to be like, you know, God of War, <laughs> the next God of War is coming out in uh, November okay. of next year, right? Because if you just say, like, a general, like, oh, we're going to get another God of War, it's like, okay, of course we are, right? But you need to be specific. So we got to make, like, a specific, like, call out of what's going to happen in the gaming industry? Just something. I need your hot take. Okay. So I'm going to ask you. I'll give you the rest. Yeah. You got 20 minutes. Think about <laughs> okay. It. Cool, 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 cool. Okay. Cool. I'm just going to be silent for the rest of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> just, just really brainstorming. So I thought if we're looking at Xbox and PlayStation, I might as well go peek at what Nintendo's doing. And uh, the only Nintendo news I saw was that there was an unconfirmed rumor that Nintendo had a Nintendo Direct plan for this week, but pushed it back to avoid competing with the Xbox announcement that was that happened this week. A lot of rumors are building up that Nintendo's going to announce the Switch 2 next month. Uh, who knows? You know, we'll find out. We'll cover it here. And if we're looking at Nintendo, you know, we got to also give airtime to the Google Stadia. So I went and looked for the Obviously. latest the latest Google Stadia news, and uh, I found an article back in December. 
Google is giving owners of its Stadia controller until December of this year to send in their controllers and they will convert them into a Bluetooth controller that you can use on your other devices so that the controller doesn't end up just going into the landfill since it would only work for the Stadia, which doesn't exist anymore, really. Um, who is fucking using their jerry-rigged Stadia <laughs> controller for their other consoles? So, oh my uh, god, what a sad way to, to use a controller. So yeah, guys, uh, if you have a Google Stadia controller out there, uh, Google will keep up that repair shop process uh, offer until December this year. So you have time. Awesome. Other news in the industry. We talk about layoffs a lot on Press Y. You know, they happen every week, uh, constantly having to talk about them. I saw two articles this week that actually were nice to see. Larian Studios is planning to open another branch in Poland, opening up more jobs. Larian currently has studios in Spain, Ireland, Belgium, UK, Malaysia, and Canada. Uh, and obviously coming off the success of Baldur's Gate 3, looks like they're expanding. So yeah, more jobs. And uh, Poland is ripe with gaming talent, so it makes sense for Larian yeah. to open up a studio. Uh- you it's kind of crazy just how uh, talented some of these polish teams are uh super dope good for poland love the poles love the poles so yeah and then also arrowhead game studios who recently released helldivers 2 is expanding its small team of 100 people they have big plans for helldivers 2 helldivers 2's roadmap of updates and uh if, if you guys have been playing Helldivers 2, you're probably aware that there has been some growing pains with this game. Initially, they only had a, they had a 20,000 people per second um, login type deal. And that limit was just throttled so hard that like the game had massive issues with people trying to log in. And they had to work, I think, with Sony to increase that limit. Helldivers 2 has been a, a really big success for them. So they are also expanding and uh and hiring more developers good news there are new that jobs good news baby hell yeah yeah get to get to poland and find a gaming career everyone quick i cameron yes i uh i've been doing some self-reflection i know back a couple weeks ago i said i wouldn't cover any genshin impact news you did say that even though we are a genshin impact podcast i decided i should probably just try to to improve myself and press Y overall. Mm. So I decided to snag the latest article uh, about Genshin Impact, and I'm going to bring it to you guys. Uh, A new leak leak has hit the internet revolving around Chiori's potential appearance on the standard banner. For those unaware, like myself, Genshin Impact offers specific characters on a short basis via its limited character banner, but there are other character banners that are permanent that are categorized under standard banner. So Chiori is leaked. It's rumored. Chiori is going to become a standard banner character. A couple weeks ago, Genshin developer Hoyoverse confirmed that Chiori was coming to the standard banner. Chiori isn't entirely new to the game, though. She has made appearances in the game's story. Chiori is a popular fashion designer from Inazuma, the newly added Hydro Nation. Anyway, the leak suggests that Chiori will be the second character to be both a five-star sword user and a Geo user. So... Exciting news, guys. That is crazy. Yeah. Shiori is coming. Uh, so, yeah, hopefully you guys uh, don't have to roll too many times uh, to get Chiori. I I agree. I can't even comment on any of this because I don't honestly know what you do in Genshin Impact besides play as cute anime girls. Next up in the news world, <laughs> uh, Apex Legends recently went into its 20th season. There were a ton of changes that came along with that. 
but the one that uh, caught my attention was that it got its long-promised 120 FPS update for PS5 and Xbox Series X. Uh, long have I dealt with 60 FPS Apex Legends, and I wanted to see if unlocking tw- uh, 120 FPS was finally going to be the thing that I needed to be absolutely cracked the game. Yeah. Kelton's turns out, now. <laughs> turns out uh, some other shit has come along with 120 FPS, and it almost seems like the game has dropped into 720p, so everything's blurry. You can nice. no longer see anything far away. So buttery <laughs> smooth, can't see. Uh, it's still the game's fault that I'm not Predator. Uh, so whenever they fix that, I'm looking forward to hopping in again. Uh, don't know when that'll be, though. But uh, yeah, guys, 120 FPS is out on Apex Legends if you have a next-gen or a current-gen console. <laughs> Frame rate, silky smooth, baby. <laughs> can't the, see. Uh, the, yeah, you can't see, but it does move well. So that's what counts. Yeah, it, this is actually the first season we're not getting in. There's no new weapon, no new map, and no new legend. But there's just like a major overhaul to the, the, the shield system and the trees. And I guess they're just balancing out. The trees? Uh, I mean, skill like trees. Like the plant life? Oh, okay. <laughs> so now when you... Okay, we're going to go on a side <laughs> tangent here. When you drop in on Apex, you have a white shield. And you can no longer shield swap. But what the as, as you do... As you work with your team to do team-based things like revives or assists or like other small things, Ew. you gain. I don't want to work uh, with my team. Yeah, you have to work. With I'm your a team. lone wolf. You gain an Evo ah! currency. What was it? You gain an Evo <laughs> currency through all these different actions, and that levels up your uh, your shield. So you go from you know like your typical gray shield to blue shield to purple to red. But every time you you upgrade, you get to choose one of two different like skill tree options that kind of make each game feel unique in a way, or at least give you a little bit of choice on how you want to build your character. <clears throat> and this also means when you're fighting another character like game, you maybe not, you maybe don't know exactly what they have at their disposal because you don't know how they've built themselves. What the fuck, and... man? Just let me shield swap. Just let me fucking <laughs> shield swap. I don't need the whole class based system for every goddamn piece of armor I put on. Uh, so yeah, apex new update. It's pretty wild. Uh, who I say I so back to Helldivers 2 mm. I've been playing a lot of Helldivers 2 and it yeah. is fantastic it is it looks great know, clearly we all knew if you've played Helldivers 1 it's very Starship Troopers inspired uh, but it's also takes some Star Wars takes some other like classic 80s uh, you know it, it takes it takes obviously from Starship Troopers which is a parody but it also takes some more serious IPs and it mixes it all up, and it just makes it just ridiculous. Just you're trying to democratize the entire galaxy for Super Earth. Uh, <laughs> the game feels really cinematic at times, and the kind of like teamwork I've I've experienced just playing with randoms is like awesome. Like, like team fire is always on, and you can always kill your other teammate, and it's sometimes very easy to kill them. So you're almost like incentivized. <laughs> Kelton drops down, just immediately opens fire on his entire team, without fail. <laughs> ever I've never time. purposely killed one of my other teammates. I feel terrible every time it does accidentally happen. Uh, but yeah, it's great. It emphasizes teamwork in a really cool way. Uh, I haven't run into any trolls yet, which is really refreshing. So from from your experience, as like a pretty pretty healthy online community so far. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I went. I was playing uh, with random lobby because it's not very fun to play alone. I will say that. Like playing that game alone is really, really challenging. 
and yeah, for any of those fellow lone wolves feel... out there don't pick this one up yeah i mean that I'm, comes from yeah. your, the alpha of, of the pack here cameron donahoe it's not that hard to hop in games with other players and like i said games with other players have been friendly that's what i've been doing when i've been playing alone uh but yeah, I hopped into a random game and I was it was just suddenly all British people and they were all just screaming at the absolute tops of their lungs as if we were in a real war. Like when they got <laughs> shot, they would scream in pain and like nice. it was it was wild. It was <laughs> it was I felt like I was in a YouTube video. Uh it was extremely enjoyable. And when our, my game crashed, I got friend requests from all of them and we all formed a lobby again like they they wanted to all join back up together, and I hadn't experienced that anything like that in a long time. You know, I've experienced that kind of camaraderie with the Brits since World War Two, man. <laughs> uh, so yeah, guys, Helldivers Two, it's great. Pick it up if you have a squad to play with, or maybe if you don't, maybe you can find a squad out there. Some British people will uh, adopt you like a little baby cub. Mm. Or, or speaking of cubs, you can play with the lone wolf himself, Cameron Donahoe. We can play together. Separately. I've been waiting for you to get on, Cameron. You're never on. It's because I, because I'm a, a sad boy who doesn't have time to play as much video games as he wants. When? How is it? <laughs> is it free? Is it free or is it an it's expensive game? It's forty dollars. I'm so poor. I'm so so very poor, Kelton. Yeah, it's not a free game. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, it's not a full price game though. So that is no. slightly more in my price range. Yeah, so maybe great. maybe I'll my my goal is to get at least 10 hours of this game under my belt before the end of the month also uh, speaking of games i also finished the telltale expanse game i finished episode five and completed the story i haven't played the bonus episode which is like i think more related to the tv show Mm. but i finished the, the the main story game really enjoyed it i was uh pleasantly surprised i thought you said you weren't having that good of a time with it I wasn't having that good of a time. I wasn't having a negative time, but I was just kind of bored. Yeah. But I uh, pushed through, and by the end of it, uh, I really liked it. And I got the best possible ending without looking anything up, which was cool. That That's always feels good. Feeling. good. Yeah, yeah, that is a great feeling. It's like I got the trophy at the end. It was like, you made it out keeping everyone that could have lived alive. So I was like, nice. I saved everyone. Like got the romance saved everyone fucked everyone (laughs) just absolute victory you know how there's like a a big choice at the end of most episodes in telltale games yeah and those choices are usually like the big impacting choices there's an uh choice at the end of one of the episodes in the expanse that's like do you go have sex with this person or do you go back to your room and sleep by yourself and that's like the big choice at the end i was like i gotta I got a bang. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta lay some pipe, you know? Gotta lay some pipe. That's what a good commander does. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that was the choice. It was like, if I sleep with them, the whole crew will know that, like, I slept with a member of the crew. Uh, But if I don't sleep with them, they're going to be, like, salty and, like, take it as a rejection, (laughs) right? Thanks a lot, Uh, Captain, for not fucking me. (laughs) Wow, bad Captain alert. Doesn't even have sex with his crew. (laughs) Why are any of us here? Uh, Yeah, it was a tough choice, but uh, I ended up making the right choice, or at least I didn't make a choice that... uh, That got anyone killed? It's like you didn't get head from Deborah, so now we all fucking die. (laughs) Yeah, like no one died as a result of what I did, so that felt good. That's a win. That's a huge dub. Yeah, because I was I was like, is this the forbidden fruit, right? Like, if I 
take mm. a bite. Biblically, is this it is. Result in someone dying. <laughs> yeah, biblically it was. But yeah, we made. What have you been playing, Cameron? You haven't been um, buying any new games. <laughs> I certainly haven't been buying any new games. What have I been playing? What did, 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 did. I'm trying to think. Oh, um, uh, I've been playing Surgeon Simulator. That's a good one. Um, okay. I've been playing. It's like an old classic, like kind of meme game that uh, apparently has a co-op mode now, and been playing a lot of that. Um, I've been playing Grifflands. I recently went on a flight, so I played a shitload of Grifflands and uh, uh, Dredge, which is fun. Uh, definitely scratching that like indie uh, uh, itch that I have so frequently uh, that I love to. Like, I, I just love busting out the Switch on, like, long train rides, long car rides, long fucking flights, because it's just an indie machine. I love rocking indie games on the Switch. They always look amazing. They always play amazing. Um, yeah, and that, and been playing a lot of Tetris. What about you, sir? Always Tetris. Love Tetris. I already dived in what I've been playing. You, del- I, I was you dove hellishly. Hellishly, yeah. Uh, there was one game, I'm trying to remember... I spotted it on the PlayStation Store actually, that was catching my eye. Oh, I've been looking at I've been looking at picking up Altros. Yeah, it looks kind of weird. It's a single player game. Looks uh to be two D. The art style looks really yeah, that looks sick wacky. as hell. Yeah, this looks like trippy. I haven't looked into it at all, but I I I, uh, I saw it cross my PlayStation Store page and uh, yeah, looked interesting. Fuck yeah, well dope man. I'll, All maybe right, Cameron. I'll give that a go. So you want my hot takes. I need your hot take, and I will give you one of mine that I just also came up with. Okay, I have a couple of them. So okay. I think I I don't know if this is still accurate, but last time I heard that uh, the the most recent Smash game, Smash Ultimate, is the Smash creator uh, Sakurai's last Smash game. So because of that, I think the next Smash game is gonna flop. At least in comparison to all the other Smash games. Okay. Secondly, the next Skate game will be released by 2026, and it will outsell Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1. Thirdly, uh, we will see a <laughs> Call of Duty killer appear in the next five years. Those are my hot takes. My hot takes? We are going to get either a remaster of the first game or a new infamous title by 2027. Dude, I would love that. Oh, man. Or- I'm gonna say man, I love that. Uh, I could see it being a PS6 launch title. I I honestly don't think I'll ever get another Infamous game. I I'd say Infa, new Infamous game, PS6 launch title. That's what I'm gonna say. And then secondly, mm. uh, we're gonna get uh, <laughs> we're gonna get Minecraft two next launch title for for the next Xbox. Yeah. No 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 for everything. Oh right. right. Why would they ever need to make a Minecraft <laughs> 2, though? That's like them making, like, a Fortnite 2. Because it will sell. Ah, I don't think it will. I really honestly <laughs> don't, don't think, think it will. will. I think they're just going to keep <laughs> adding shit to Minecraft forever. I don't think Minecraft is ever going to get a sequel because Minecraft never needs a sequel. You don't think um, they'll ever get a sequel? No. Well, that's why it's a hot take. Yeah. It's a, it's a flaming, it's a dumb take <laughs> is what it is. Boo. Boo to that take. <laughs> um, Did you have a fourth hot take you were cooking over there? Uh, that th- there won't ever be a second Minecraft. <laughs> um, what was what was your first one again? That uh oh, the infamous, infamous one. Um, yeah, dude. I I th- I don't think that 
there will ever be another Sucker Punch Infamous, you know? Because, like, they're they're basically doing Infamous without making it Infamous. They're just making really good superhero games. And why would they ever go back to the Infamous universe when they can literally use the Marvel universe? Are you talking? I think you're you're talking about Insomniac. Oh, is it not Sucker Punch? Sucker Punch oh, has oh, been making. Oh no, uh, no, no, no! You're so Ghost right. Of Tsushima. Yeah, Sucker Punch is Infamous, though, right? Yeah, let me look it up. And then Insomniac yes, is Marvel. Okay, so I totally got those fucking. Sucker Punch up. also Sly Cooper, dude. I would love a new Sly Cooper game. I would love a new Insom. When was the last time fucking Insomniac made a game? Uh, Insomniac most recent game. Insomniac most recent game is Spider-Man 2. Ah, oh, god damn it! God damn it! <laughs> Sucker Punch most Sucker recent Punch Ghost game. of Tsushima. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. That's a great game. Uh, Sucker Punch, you should make more games because I really like Ghost of Tsushima. That is what we should take away from this, not all the things that I said that were wrong. That hasn't uh, been a Sly game since 2005? That's okay. Sly Cooper was... <laughs> it was I. Um, okay. Uh, I need to stop recording before I say any more incorrect things. All right, guys. It's been a, it's been good. We started out with some Prince of Persia news. We're ending with Sly Cooper. Well, it was more of Assassin's Creed news than it was Prince of Persia. I feel. Yeah, and it wasn't or, news. It also wasn't news. <laughs> this has been the thirty-second episode of Press Y. I didn't even introduce us. I'm Cameron. I'm Kelton. Good job. It's been a real. It's been a good time. I love you guys, and I hope you sleep well tonight. And remember, if you have a Google Stadia controller, to send it into Google before December. Make sure to burn that shit. <laughs> Make sure you fucking smelt it down and jettison into space. And Fuck Chiori, that stuff. Chiori's on the way. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs>